This is World Cafe. I'm Raina Duris. If you are looking for a music community of like-minded folks, you may want to head to Chicago. It's been a famous jazz and blues mecca for over a century. In the 80s, it was the birthplace of house music. The underground punk scene around the same time produced countless bands and massively influenced 90s rock and beyond. There's a scene for everyone. And if you can't find exactly what you're looking for, you can help build it yourself. Eli Schmidt is one of Chicago's current scene builders. The night we meet up with him, he's got people coming over to watch a taping of his YouTube show, New Now, a series of performances by musicians he records in front of a live audience in his own apartment. Tonight, the performer is Nico Capitan, the front person of Chicago indie band Frico. When I get to Eli's place, it's about an hour till showtime, and people keep calling him to let them in downstairs. Oh, I think Nico is here. Oh, okay. Hello? Could you, you could like drive around the back into the alley and then park the car there and then, okay, see you in a second. New Now is only one of Eli's many projects. A 20-year-old student at DePaul University, Eli also has a radio show on campus called Mother Night Radio Hour. He publishes an arts zine called Unresolved. He's in a band himself called Post Office Winter. And every two weeks, he hosts a listening party called Record Club. He's a hub in Chicago's DIY music scene. But no matter how busy he gets, Eli radiates calm. The first thing he does when I walk in is offer me a warm apple cider, and it goes perfectly with the surroundings. I think my apartment is warm. I think it's homey. As a flow, it has these bay windows that look out over Oz Park. It's golden hour, but the light's very cool outside. There's a lamp over by our record player that's sitting across from where we are on the couch. My home, it feels grounding, and it feels like, feels calm. It's important to Eli to keep a space where anyone and everyone feels welcome to come and enjoy music. That's something he's been looking for since he was a kid, when he started going to his local record shop in Indianapolis, Luna Music. Going into that shop every day, and I would spend all my money that I I would make mowing lawns around town. And so I'd go there, and I'd just spend all my money, and eventually I was like, hey, like, can I get a job? And... I had to find the owner and like it was this whole process, but finally he was like, yeah, like you can have a job, but like come back when you're 16. So I came back on my birthday when I was 16. I was like, hey, can I have a job now? He was like, come back in June. So I came back in June. He was like, okay, you got the job. And he handed me a broom and told me to sweep the whole basement. At 16, he was by far the youngest employee. The other people who worked there were in their 40s, and that meant he was exposed to a lot of music for the first time. It felt like there was this like opening up of all the entire world for me. That was just like, you sit there and you just listen to music all day, and you're taking in things from all across the world and across time, and it feels like it's like the best education that you could ever get. Eventually though, Eli started to feel restless. While his young age may not have made a big difference to his co-workers, it did make a difference in what he was able to do in Indianapolis. And Chicago started looking pretty good. It was a city that was close, but it wasn't too close. It was 
a big city, it felt, every time I've come here, I just like felt really comfortable. And I was like really excited about going to a city with like a music scene. Because Indianapolis doesn't really have that for young people. All the venues are 21 plus, And there's just really isn't any spaces for young people to exist and to express themselves. And it didn't feel like there was any youth community there, which was really like hard for me. And that like I had to just like be okay with my like 40 year old music community. And, and so it just like, I applied to four schools here and I like got into some of them and I was like, DePaul gave me the most money. And so that's why I came here. When you got here, how long did it take you to sort of find that scene, find your people? It took me, I moved here in August and it took me about till May. It was, it, I spent a lot of time alone the first couple of months. It was COVID, it was like fall of 2020. And so I moved here and we were living in an Airbnb that we'd rented out for like 400 bucks a month. And uh, I would just like walk around all day. He started a radio show at DePaul called Mother Night Radio Hour. And eventually he met people who introduced him to the music of Chicago indie rock band, Horse Girl. Eli started playing Horse Girl on his campus radio show, and that's what really got the ball rolling. One night, he was at an event space in Lincoln Park called TACO. That stands for Teen Artists Creative Oasis. And there they were, the members of Horse Girl, in the same room as him. It was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's Horse Girl. And like, I was like, I'm not going to go up and talk to them. And this was like before, like, I think this was before even they were signed to Matador. Like really, like no one knew who they were. But it mattered to me. And they ended up like coming up and talking to me and like thanking me for playing them on a radio show. And around like in 10 minutes that I talked to them, I invited them to record club, which wasn't even a thing yet. Yeah, okay, like, so it's- kind of like created that like after the fact as like, oh man, like now I actually have to do this. Like <laughs> I said I would like, this would be a thing. Now I have to do it. And he did. Record Club became a listening party Eli started hosting at his apartment every two weeks. Inspired by his record store days, folks come over and they listen to records. A lot of people think that it's this very pretentious thing where everyone has to like bring records and listen to them. And I originally got the idea from Luna because all my coworkers had a record club together where they would come and they would play one side of a, a disc and sit down and just listen to it and talk about it. And I never got to be invited because I was like 15. And it was like, that was weird for them to hang out with a 15 year old like that. And I was always like, man, like I wish I could have that. So I was like, well, I'll just do it myself. And, but in a way that's more, it's just about having the music as a starting point to create conversations and to create connections. And there are new people every time and it's been going on for over a year now. And it's just like, I think it's really beautiful. Eli says, even though he has a radio show, a zine, and a YouTube channel full of live performances, the record club is the most important thing he does. To be able to physically and impact, like physically impact people's lives in a better way and make them, if you, even for a second, like find a space of like comfort is really important to me. And I think that so many, like back in the day when you think about scenes, you think about the places as much of the people. You think about like a place like CBGB's or you think about like 
the Axe Lounge in Chicago for the 90s. Like, and I don't really feel like we have that anymore. Like, yeah. there isn't those, like, physical spaces that you can go, and especially for people that are under 21, there isn't those places that you can go. And so I thought if I could offer a space for people like that, that, and it also, like, in the age of just, like, in, of, like, Instagram so much that we feel like we have so many friends and, like, connections, but if none of those connections are actualized in person, then, like, what's the point of them? Imagine what say, New York in the 70s would have been like if everyone had been sitting at home on social media instead of, you know, hanging out in CBGBs. Eli's creating a true music scene, and it's about real-world connection and community, being together in person. That's where the real magic moments come from. One of my favorite memories is just, like, everyone dancing and just, like, having a space to feel comfortable in doing that. Eli says one of the reasons he's been so proactive and has gotten so involved came really early. I think a big lesson I've learned in my life growing up in Indianapolis is just like, no one's gonna just do it for you. So you have to just do it yourself if you want it to happen. Which is, I think, one of the biggest motivators in my life for the things I do is just like, well, this would be really cool. I should just do this myself and make it happen. And it was coming to Chicago that really made it possible. I think when you look at the big cities of the United States, uh, L.A., Chicago, and New York, you have these two poles of L.A. and New York kind of pulling people out to them. And I think that the story of Chicago art has always been artists like leaving and not growing and cultivating things here. But I think that there's a space and there's the lack of competition. And New York is very clicky sometimes and it can be... And also the fact that it's incredibly hard to have space to do things. It's like, unless you're like uber wealthy, it's like, how are you going to have a practice space? How are you going to just like make noise and figure things out when it's like not possible to do that? And it's not the kind of everyone's there to get famous kind of thing of L.A. It's kind of just like it feels very blue collar in a really wonderful way. There's a lot of crossover in the people who come to Eli's Friday Night Record Club gatherings and the new now live shows he hosts and shoots for YouTube, like the one we're at tonight. Everyone is chatting and laughing, hugging, sharing stories and memories. Musician Nico Capitan, performing under his band moniker Frico, seems to be friends with everyone in the room. And one memory in particular is especially meaningful for Eli. The year ago was the first time that Nico ever, that I ever had a new now. It was Nico played here. And all that I've learned and all that has happened in that year has been astronomical and, like, I could never have guessed that it will all happen. Okay. Thank you, Eli. And thank you for everything you do and for being a great person and curator. And every song tonight is for and about Eli. The audience has settled into their cozy spots on the living room floor with their cups of apple cider. Frico has started to play. We're rather too old, too bold, too stupid to move. I guess we're caught on the wrong side of the shoe again. We're rather too old, too bold, too stupid to move. I guess we're caught on the wrong side of the shoe again. We're
When the performance is over, the guests bid farewell, share details of the next shows they're playing or planning to go to, and there's this feeling that you've really entered the kind of supportive underground scene that Chicago has always been so good at nurturing. I try to always grow friendships first. I think friendships in a music scene should come first. And I know like Ian Mackay talked a lot about that when like I met him that it was like a scene isn't a scene and there's like friendship in this like non-competition way. And so I make it a point to never like to always just like grow a friendship with someone and like grow a genuine connection before asking them to do something like this. Because I think it's hard to like just come out of the game and be like, hey, do you want to play my apartment? And it feels very like transactional. And I don't want art to feel transactional in that way. If I have the choice to, I, I want it to be something about community and, um, yeah, just community and friendship. When the time comes, we'll rest from the freezing, we'll be face down. When the sun's out, turn crimson and Thank you so much to Eli Schmidt, Nico Capitan, as well as World Cafe senior producer Kimberly Janod and assistant engineer Will Loftus for their work on this piece. into Chrome from Frico. I'm Raina Duras. Thanks for listening to World Cafe from NPR.